Well, I think I'll just type this up right now and tell him. Well, then let's take a read, shall we? I'm Chris Cuomo. Welcome to the Chris Cuomo Project. These are your comments that you've taken the time to write or type down, and we will answer them now with the very good help of Vanna White. I mean, uh, Greg Ott. He's not turning letters. Her contract just got extended. I heard. She'll be on the wheel for quite some time. I heard. We have the same attorney. So, what? <laughs> what do you want to comment, and how can I reply? Let's get after it. getting warmer, you want to be fit, you don't want to be inside, you know what that's a recipe for. Fueling up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor, meet your wellness goals in time for summer. You need the right fuel. You can't out-train your diet. You need chef-crafted meals. Calorie smart, protein plus, keto, whatever your vibe is. Factors, fresh, never frozen meals, key to keeping the nutritional value, are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, you're busy? Of course you are. You want to get out, but you want to enjoy something that's giving you what you need, including great taste. That's what Factors all about. Head to factormeals.com slash Cuomo50. Use code Cuomo50. Why is it 50? Because you get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off the next month. That's code Cuomo50 at factormeals.com slash Cuomo50, and you get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Love your show. My name is Andy. I live in Michigan. Just kind of curious what your thoughts are on the polls showing Trump beating Biden in five of the six swing states. Seems crazy to me. I mean, I, I can't believe that he, Trump, people, independents would vote for Trump. Or do you think independents just won't show up to the polls at all or they just won't vote? Curious what your thoughts are a year out from the election. Love the show. Take care. Uh, my first thought is, you're a good kind of citizen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're curious. You're looking at things. Uh, you're, you're trying to see a through line of reasonableness. That's rare air. Good for you. That's my first thought. Second thought is uh, caveat on polls. They're only worthy at best of a snapshot in time. The sample, the way the questions are answered, uh, asked will dictate how they're answered. Um, so you got to be very careful. Uh, I am a seller, not a buyer of polls in general. Uh, meaning I don't, I, I'm not a big fan. Am I shocked by what we are told they're saying right now? No. Why? Biden doesn't make a good case for himself and for what his administration has done. Why? He doesn't make it often enough. He's not a very eloquent or compelling speaker. He is losing to the attack narrative on him. Is some of that unfair? Uh, yes, if it were a fair game, which it isn't. So no. Um, does it mean that he's definitely going to lose? Absolutely not. Who knows where we are? Most people decide their vote a few weeks out. So you really got to see where the world is then, what the options are then. Do we even know that it's Trump? Do we even know that it's Biden? Long way to go. Chris, you're turning people off. You, 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 you're supposed to be just a journalist and you, you're so transparent 
with your love and support for Israel, we don't even hear about the other side. And you don't know this, and you're so dramatic when you talk about Israel, and when you talk about the other people, Palestinian, your face drops. You've got to stop this. You've got to be fair and balanced. It's, it's sad to see you do this, because you started out very well. And this little affected pinky with the thumb crossing the, index, the fourth finger, this is what Byron, Byron did that to make fun of his audiences. I don't know where you got it from. But you've got to be fair and balanced, please. You're making a fool out of yourself. It's all right to to be a little bit for Israel. You're the journalist. Just give us the report. You're not that smart. You're not a philosopher. You know, you're just a poor guy trying to trying to do the best you can, and people are being turned off. Fair and balanced. That's all. None of none of your opinions. Thank you. This is projection. This is projection. This is you putting on me how you feel about you and your situation. All right. And I do study philosophy. I don't know what makes you a philosopher, um, but I think it's really important. I think it's a big part of what's missing in our culture right now is nobody considering bigger things and bigger ideas and how it's connected and why. Uh, you guys believe that if you're just cutting to the brass tacks, and you should look up the etymology of that phrase, by the way, but if you're just cutting to uh, what matters, the big questions are what matters because they fuel how you're going to behave on all these things that you see as simple realities. Now, you're just a journalist, just give us the report. Listen, journalism is about sharing information and understanding, okay? That's the why is the most important question. Why? Analysis, perspective, okay? Not necessarily opinion, but I think there's room for all of it. And the idea that you never hear about the Palestinian side, shame on you because you are dead wrong and not watching my coverage, okay? You see some things that go viral on social media. I cover the suffering and the Palestinian perspective every chance I can. You are wrong. Now, that said, I respect your concern. You clearly are not uh, in favor of Israel's actions or maybe even Israel's existence. I don't know, but you clearly have a bias, all right? I do as well. I don't believe in minimizing a massacre that was terroristic in its intent against the people who were targeted for a Holocaust. And I believe a lot of you did that. Does that mean that the retaliation is proportionate is justified? No, not necessarily. And it has to be looked at and scrutinized. And it's clearly too much for the people in Gaza. And I understand why leaders are working for it to end and for the suffering to be relieved. And I see all of that as worthy. So don't think you know where my head and my heart are. And I don't know what you're talking about with this shit. Whatever that is, is unintentional. Hi, hey, Chris. My name is Brian. I'm calling from Phoenix, Arizona, or Ahwatukee, Arizona. Uh, I'm Democrat, leaning middle, which to me just means I'm open. I want to listen to both sides to a point. I can't listen to crazy, but I'm happy to listen to other things, you know, to just talking to people. This whole Hunter Biden thing about the, the gun purchase, if you purchase a gun stoned, you've used marijuana, you've broken a federal law. Is that correct? Because I guarantee there's been a few stone purchases out there over the last few years. Are they going to start going after them? I know why they're doing it. I get it. But just want to just bring that up as you, in your conversations and just, you know, 
talk about it. So have a great day. Thanks. First, I'd love to see the list of cases of people that they have prosecuted at the federal level for what Hunter Biden did. Um, I don't think it's going to be that long. What does that mean? Well, this is what happens when you take a look at somebody. I mean, there's an old expression, give me the man and I'll find the crime. Um, and does that mean he didn't do it? No. Uh, being high is not a defense. <laughs> to, you know, well, listen, I was high when I lied on that application uh, for federal uh, license of a firearm. You know, that doesn't make it okay. Oh, you were high. Well, that, that's fine. I'd be excused of most of my infractions if, if being drunk or high at the time was somehow an excuse. Um, in fact, the law often imputes intent uh, and uh, it, when someone was intoxicated because they don't want to reward you for being screwed up. Um, and diminished capacity is actually pretty hard to argue and certainly wouldn't apply in his context. Um, so... Do I think there's some selectivity to the prosecution? Yes, I do. Um, do I think that uh, this also goes for some of the prosecutions against Trump? Yes, I do. Does that mean that these people didn't do these things? Uh, no, it does not mean that. Well, then does that mean that they should be prosecuted because no one is above the law? I think that is a simplistic notion of the administration of justice. And I think the ultimate goal in these situations is what is the best result for the most of you? Because this isn't someone killed people at a school. Someone killed this person. Someone stole from these people specifically. And we need to empower them through justice. Uh, this is getting way too confused with our political process. And it bothers me. And I don't think it takes us to a better place. Hi, uh, my name is Mike Sweeney. And my question is, why did UFOs allow 2,000 plus nukes to be tested on Earth? You know what is impressive? That we uh, survived the fallout from that? Is that somebody can sound completely rational and say something in good faith that is completely irrational and divorced from any kind of factual premise. Now, hold on. I think I think I know what they're getting at because I've read about this before. And I think there was a theory out there that if there's some other species or alien or something that is overseeing the Earth, why would they allow nuclear weapons to progress to the point to which they would detonate them or test them out? I think that's what he's getting at here of like, if there was another being out there, why would they let, if they're overseeing the Earth or they're visiting this Earth, they have this technology, why would they let them, you know, detonate nukes? Well, if what we're talking about is the existential nature of Ubermensch or Superman or God or the theology or the theistic. And why would there be a God? You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson is, is very good on this from the scientific perspective. If there's a God who is assumed uh, to be a good energy or influence who loves us, then why would something like nuclear bombs exist? Okay. I do not subscribe to that theory. I do not believe that there is a bunch of UFOs controlling me uh, or what's happening on this earth. So the context that you are coming to me with is lost on me. I believe that everything happens uh, here for the reasons that we ascribe to it. And this is about our choice structure. And we are making happen whatever it is that is happening here. And we will pay the price for the same. I don't believe in the 
idea that everything that happens here is guided by something bigger. There is an article from CBS News 2010. Ex-Air Force personnel, UFOs deactivated nukes, deactivated nukes. And this goes on to say that there were some former Air Force captains who was at an Air Force base and all of the ICBMs in 1960, the 10 ICBMs there in 1967 suddenly became inoperative at the same time he saw a mysterious red glowing object in the sky. I didn't say, I don't believe. Well, he said they, they, they let us nuke them. And this report asserts that they stopped us from detonating some or disabled them. Again, the cure to all of this is transparency, okay? Whatever is known by the government should be shared to the extent that it doesn't really, objectively, endanger our safety or our advantage over known enemies. And that's why we have elected leaders who should at minimum be appraised and then filter through things to us or not based on what we trust them with as a responsibility that we can give or take with an election. Were there, are these from other countries? Are they private concerns? Are there things that they have looked at that they don't know where it came from? Oh, that's frightening. It'll destabilize people, please. All right. I don't need the government to safeguard my spirit and my mentality in terms of what I can conceive of or not conceive of. I don't know how any Christian can't be open to the suggestion that there's life beyond our own because you've made a choice to believe in something supernatural already, let alone an extension of the natural. And I'm not talking about some evangelical who believes that only what is true is what is written in the Bible and nothing more. Not that kind of Christian. I'm talking about somebody who has the simple choice structure of saying, I choose to believe that there is a higher intelligence uh, than my own, then why wouldn't you be open to there being life other than that which you see around you? You guys go through a lot of seltzer, by the way. You seltzer slurping motherfuckers, all right? You're, you're the one who, you're very generous. You tell us every time we come here, can I get you a sandwich? Do you want something to drink? You, your guest comes over, you have us get them seltzer, a beverage. Like You're making it seem like we're drinking all this stuff, but in reality, you, you're a very generous host. I often find that you are very good with the words that mean nothing, okay? I called you a general. What, I what are you am, I'm being nice to hold you. Hold on, hold on. Don't emote. Just <laughs> listen for a second, all right? I do try to be generous, and I think you deserve the generosity because yes. you're a beautiful guy who is helping me do something that matters. Hmm. So I like you, and I appreciate you. That doesn't mean that you've got to, like, suck down every bottle of seltzer you can find in my refrigerator like you've never had it before and you're never going to have it again. It is like 85 degrees in here today. Do you know how, we can attest this is It's very like a fucking here. sauna. And it makes you so thirsty. why don't we turn down the heat instead of you drinking all the stuff that I bought today? We have to turn off your whole HVAC system because it is too loud. The microphones are very high quality microphones. This is great equipment, but it picks it up. So if we, if we keep all the things on, it your generation is all about the water bottles. Why don't you bring your own water bottle and fill it up and drink some of that? Because you have all this water here. For I me. know. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. See what I'm saying? If he were everywhere, anywhere else, he'd have his little thing with his stickers of like all the little bands he likes and he would fill it up. But now, anyway. I feel like you would, if I had a bottle like that with me, you would just make fun of me. You'd be like, oh, nice, nice little uh, John Mayer sticker you got on your water bottle there. Oh, it looks like you went to a, a national park once. Good for you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And? Yeah, so it's like if I brought the, I would be, 
shit on regardless. If yeah. I, I bring water with me. But I'd be saving I'd, money. I'm so if look, if you want, when I get paid, I'll cut you, I'll cut you a check for the two dollars no, no, no. worth of Schweppes never. I had to. You'll never pay for a thing when you're around me. <laughs> never. Never. You know, I buy these guys lunch. You know why? They deserve it. Yeah. That's why. This is the guy who was Good told guys. me, by the way, you were at zero bond last night, which was certainly a yeah. yeah. I'm not a member. And I paid, by the way. And it was expensive. <laughs> yeah, with the chop. Huh? Yeah, I love that. I learned this new thing that you guys do uh, in his generation. The, the checks come out and they're like, hey, you want to chop this? What the hell does that mean? It's like the new way of saying you want to go Dutch, which nobody wants to say because you sound like a cheap bastard, especially when you invite somebody else to go to dinner. And hey, you want to chop this up? You want to chop this up? <laughs> hey, you want to chop this up? Yeah, I'll chop it over, but chop up your fingers. Oh. All right, let's go. Do you like chopped cheese? I don't even know what that is. Never had a chopped cheese sandwich? No, what is it? It's like a New York state. It's like a it's like a hamburger that's diced up and they put on a bunch of peppers and uh and seasoning with uh you know like and they put on like a hoagie and cheese obviously. It's like a hamburger that it's like a cross between a hamburger all, and a this is not It's like a, a bodega food. This is not a New York thing. Yes it is. Yeah, this is the yes you it is. You may have had it in New York. This is this is 100% everybody knows this is a New York thing. Now again, you're getting hysterical again. <laughs> All right. Because Just, you make fun of me for being Michigan. You call me Amish. And I'm like, hey, at least I know that the chopped cheese is a New York food because I have it from my boat, from right. Deli Bite. Go all to right. Deli Bite in Borum Hill. It's really good. Okay. All right. Are you okay? Now, here's what I'm saying. The Amish thing is funny. Okay. Uh, the Michigan thing is a compliment. Heartland. Two, um, I am the New Yorker here. Okay. You know, he's Brooklyn. That really shouldn't count. Okay, and where Amrish is from, they're bad people. My mother's from there. We call it Crooklyn for a reason. I'm from Queens. That's how we talk about Brooklyn. And I'm telling you, as someone who loves you and cares about you, I have never said, hey, let's go get a chopped cheese or hoagie ever in my life as a New Yorker. Do you understand? I understand. I'm All saying right. this is, it, it's, I think it came about like, a few years ago, it, it surged up in popularity. It started off in like the Bronx. Look, I'm just telling you, it ain't a New Yorker thing. I, th I, we get a lot of comments on this channel. I think the comments are going to say, Chris, you are very wrong. You're right about a lot of things. I'm but not saying they don't make it a New York now, but you don't just come along five minutes ago and become an institution. All right? All right. No soup for you. I'm looking this up right now. You look it up. Can I listen to somebody else? Anyone else? This is Wikipedia. Oh, for Anyone can love. edit this, but I did not. The actual origins of the sandwich up there for debate, although generally most agree, was first created in a Spanish Harlem bodega, gained significant media attention in the 2010s, starting with an episode of Parts Unknown in which Anthony Bourdain, lifelong New Yorker, told a group of students in the Bronx that he never heard of a chopped cheese sandwich. Ah. Sounds like someone like you. Oh, but some other New Yorkers knew about it. So oh, you like Tony Mr. Bourdain. Bourdain, may he rest in peace. He doesn't know what it is to be a New York food as the ultimate New Yorker Epicurean. But you do, an Amish guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was so obvious, YouTube will probably censor it. Because <laughs> that was absolutely vulgar, what I just did to him. Okay, here, here's some... Uh, here, they should censor this too. I'm looking at a video of a squid that looks just like a penis. They're going to have to censor this. Cool. Now we're going to do some YouTube comments. This is from your interview with Rosie O'Donnell from Really Mysterious 4520. 
Rosie reflects the voice of the average person much more than you do, Chris. Unfortunately, you come off sounding like you're part of the game, which you keep bashing. Too often you come off sounding like you are both sizing it, even though you don't mean to. Once you even said that both parties are being controlled by the fringes, which is quite laughable. The fringe element on the right is infinitely worse than the left, and you know it. Really? And 39 people like that. Really? Yeah, there's a little, a little they, there's a little thumbs up thing. How are you feeling about the far left in the pro-Palestinian, anti-Israel protests? You don't see any power in that? First time in my lifetime that Jewish people in America have been afraid that people want to hurt them? College campuses that are supposedly all about tolerance, allowing some of the ugliest invective we've seen, directed almost exclusively toward Jewish people? I think Islamophobia is going to start popping up as well as a consequence of this. And I have never liked that. I do not subscribe to the Donald Trump belief that Islam hates us. But am I part of the game? Uh, no, because that requires an awareness of wanting to play. And I don't. And both sidesing uh, suggests a false equivalency that I think is never a fair accusation of how I do what I do. Um, there's a reason that so much of the law has moved in an analysis of negligence to comparative uh, responsibility or liability, which means that it's percentage. Like, all right, it's not just it's either you or it's me. And if it's 51-49, then uh, 51 uh, loses and takes full responsibility. It's, it's comparative. It's about percentages. It's about degree. And I think that that's a much more nuanced and sophisticated understanding of reality. Uh, Rosie uh, is a very compelling lefty. She sees everything through that lens. She hates Donald Trump. Uh, that is her choice. That is her right. I don't share it. I don't think that makes her more common. And to the extent that it does make her more common, uh, it is reflective of a problem, not a virtue. Um, hate, love is too simple when it comes to politics. And I think that I'm trying to get people to be critical thinkers and to be less reactionary. And that's my goal. Um, I'll tell you what, she's got great common touch for a centimillionaire. Um, and I uh, respect her success and I appreciate uh, her coming on and talking to me about it. And I'm not looking for your vote and I'm not looking for you to see me as anything. Um, I just say it as I see it. Again, like my, one of my favorite bands, the Idols say, I say what I mean. I don't do what I love, but I do what I think matters. And I fucking send it. And it's up to you how to feel about it. This is from your video about grievance. Walter Bison writes, Wokists look for the smallest things to protest and blow out of proportion, even when it contradicts their political views. See LGBTQ supporting Palestine slash Hamas, who would kill them on sight. Yeah, uh, that's a favorable example for your argument. Um, I could see a minority that is oppressed identifying with another minority that is oppressed. Um, what does being gay have to do with being Palestinian? I'm just telling you that that would be the, the affinity, the natural connection or perceived connection. Uh, that 
it might be conflated with or connected to a leniency for a terror organization is a problem, period, no matter who's doing it. Um, for a group that would be targeted by Hamas to show any kind of deference to that group uh, would be absurd. And I don't think you're going to find a lot of LGBTQ people, and by not a lot, I mean probably none, saying uh, in a serious way that they are pro-Hamas's uh, determination to kill them. I think they're seeing a minority that's oppressed. Uh, and that's kind of the end of the analysis. Is it problematic that to the extent that that support creeps into the realm of not seeing what Hamas did as uh, disgusting and unworthy of any degree of justification uh, by a group that would be targeted by Hamas certainly, I think, weakens the strength of their support, the compelling nature of their support. But I don't think it's as simple as how you're putting it out there. Shershith Harkin, 535, writes, how can a Democrat vote against Kennedy? It would be traumatic. They didn't use any spaces. Do you want to see it? No, you like picking wackos. This is just one of your audience members. Who's a wacko? Well, I don't know them personally. But you can judge by the complete lack of intelligibility of what they wrote down. For all you know, their keyboard is broken. No, for all you know, their keyboard is broken. Well, I think if you add the spaces, it would be, how can a Democrat votes against a Kennedy? It would be traumatic. Well, Teddy Kennedy, who was a much stronger can candidate than RFK Jr., he had to back out. So people have been Democrats and not voted for Kennedys plenty of time. This is from Ricky Bobby 6579. He should call his channel the Alan Parsons Project. That's funny. You win. Oh, okay. We're done. Thank you very much for the comments. I appreciate them. When I don't even like some of them, it doesn't matter. Because more ideas, more feedback, more better. We report to you and we report for you. So thank you very much for subscribing, following, checking me out on News Nation 8 and 11 p. Eastern weekday nights. Let's get after it.